Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Friday morning to you traders. This is my absolute favorite thing to do. Um, just in general, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the process of coming up with these topics, coming up with the uh, content to really explain these in depth. And then I really appreciate the opportunity to come and hang with you live. Like This is really fun for me to do. So if you're here, let me know. Um, the systems don't actually tell me who is watching live. And the only way for me to know that you're here is just to say hi. So if you don't mind, in the chat box, just say hi. Say, hey, what your name is, where you're from, you know, anything like that. I'd love to say hi right back to you. Um, we have some cool stuff today. So I had the opportunity to learn from um, a few, more than one, billion dollar hedge fund managers, which in itself is a, a huge honor that I had the opportunity to do that. So I wanted to talk about one of the biggest secrets that I learned from one of them today. Um, I'm not going to like obfuscate, that's the word. I'm not going to obfuscate who it was. I'll tell you exactly who it was at the time. Um, but the thing is, you won't believe me. Like, you will not believe the biggest secret that I learned from a billion dollar hedge fund manager. I'm telling you that before we even get started, you're not going to believe it. I hope you do, but you're not going to, because I didn't believe it. Not till I actually started doing the math myself. And I was like, oh, he's right. And we do have some math to do today. <laughs> so because we have some math to do today, uh, you are obligated to get out some pen and paper, get a pen. I personally like the Bic Atlantis Exact pens. This is not a fancy pen, but I like a nice, sharp, fine point. So yeah, you are obligated from this moment forward to have pen and paper ready to roll. And the cost of admission is free. But the only way for this to be free is I need you to go down below this video right now, wherever you're watching this, and click share. Share this to somebody that you 
no, needs to learn how to trade and needs to learn how to trade the right way. Because listen, there's a lot of people teaching the wrong way to trade out there. And I, I fell victim to a lot of them, I'll tell you that for sure. So be sure you share this with at least one person. Now, if you're a member of the 10 Minute Trading Room and you're watching live, I'm so excited that you are here. And I also wanted to remind you of the webinar challenge. So every time we do a webinar, which is every other week, I, I love teaching these con concepts and content. Every time we do a webinar challenge, the members of the 10 Minute Trading Room uh, can win a prize. And all they have to do is show up live and invite one of their friends and have their friends say, hey, my name is um, Greg and Joe invited me or something like that. And this week's webinar prize is this shirt right here. It says killing it with consistency and discipline. Hashtag 10 minute stock trader. And you're gonna hear me say several times today how important it is to have consistency and discipline. And yeah, we will be ordering those shirts. Actually, April will be ordering those shirts. Uh, April is one of my assistants and she is absolutely amazing. It makes my life so much easier. <laughs> so April's gonna be ordering that uh, before the, the webinar is even over today. So let me see who's here. If you are here, let me know Again, let me know by saying hi. Let me know by uh, putting in where you're from. I'd love to say hi right back to you. Let me catch up. Ron! I know Ron is from Scottsdale. Good morning, Ron. Good to see you. Donna, all the way from California. I know that. That's for sure. Good morning, Donna. I'm glad you made it. I know it's early for both of you guys, so thank you so much for coming. This is going to be really good today. April, good morning. This is April. April is top-notch. April is my customer service manager and my media coordinator and April is uh, April is also going to be helping us because this is now streaming onto TikTok live. However, TikTok's uh, comments feature are not going to roll into uh, where the rest of the comments are. So April is going to be putting in the comments that are coming in from TikTok. So thank you so much, April, for handling that while we do our, uh, our webinar today. You rock. Josh, good to see you, my friend. Josh is from Rome, Georgia. Well, when in Rome, Georgia... Glad you made it, my friend. Hey, Josh and everyone else, please be sure you got pen and paper because we have a lot to cover today and this is going to be important. So let's get right into it. Thank you guys so much for coming live. And like I said, the cost of admission is just sharing this to somebody that you think needs to learn how to trade. Somebody that needs to know the biggest secret that I learned from a billion dollar hedge fund manager. So let's move into it right now. Uh, let me make sure I click all the right buttons right here. I think we're good. I think we're good here. Okay, so this, let's start. This is the biggest secret that I learned from a billion dollar hedge fund manager. Josh says, you are ready and thank you for doing this. Awesome, Josh, glad to help. I do this all the time. So uh, be sure to subscribe and follow and all that stuff so you can watch all of them. <laughs> all right, the biggest secret I learned from a billion dollar hedge fund manager. Now this is our required legal disclaimer. I'll make it full screen so you can see it. Now, I like to put it this way. Um, I, I don't read books. I stare them down until the information uh, gets absorbed into my brain. Time waits for no man, unless it waits for me. If you spell Christopher Yule in Scrabble, you win forever, period. Uh, in the beginning, there was nothing. And then I roundhouse kicked nothing and told it to get a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, I'm reading off a whole bunch of Chuck Norris jokes. <laughs> but the point here is to say, don't listen to anything I say. That's the point right here. 
If you do, you do so at your own risk. So with that being said, let's move into the presentation here. If you are here, let me know. Like I said, let me know that you're here and where you're from. Uh, Tyler's here. Good morning, Tyler. Glad you made it. Tyler's one of our traders, just like uh, Donna and Ron are. Tyler, glad you made it, man. This is going to be a good one today, so be sure to take notes. All right, like I said, don't forget about the webinar challenge for my traders, my 10-minute traders out there, so we can share this with other people. Now, I like to do this real quick. I like to describe what a 10-minute stock trader is because a lot of people, when they hear 10-minute stock trader, they think that this is some sort of get-rich-quick scheme. And really, at the end of the day, it's not. It's all about respecting risk and also respecting your time. And when I say respecting risk, most stock trading educators, A, only teach theory, and B, don't actually trade. And that's the opposite of what we do at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. We trade together every single day, and we teach based on actual risk and actual trades. So a 10-minute stock trader takes calculated risks, understands that the treasure lies in knowing the data, does not guess at trading, follows their plan, doesn't blame others, takes responsibility, and knows why the market works. Now, a 10-minute stock trader is smart. They understand that they can make the world a better place. They spread joy to others. They follow their dreams. They build each other up. They use money as a tool. And my favorite thing of all, as they spend as little time trading and as much time living as possible. Now, there are, are uh, 390 trading minutes in a day. And you do not have to wait and only trade, or I should say it this way, you do not have to trade all 390 minutes. And once you can grasp that and say, oh, you know what, I'm not trying to get in and out in a 10 minute time frame. I'm not trying to sit and stare at a screen all day. I'm trying to say in the last 30 to 45 minutes of the trading day, which is when all the liquidity happens, that's the only time that's worth trading. Now this isn't day trading. This is, some people call this swing trading. I don't like to put terms on it other than 10 minute stock trading. Because what we do has the potential to change your life once you realize how to trade by the rules. Now, we're going to cover a few things today. The first thing we're going to cover is, number one, the reason that 90% of traders fail and exactly how to sidestep this common mistake. Number two is how to optimize the only variables you can control once you place the trade. And number three, it's just math the real facts to why you absolutely cannot skip this step before making a trade. So if that sounds awesome, let me know by typing yes in the chat box. Let me know if you feel like you're in the right place by just typing yes. And also, please be sure to ask questions. This is critically important. I do this for you. This is the opportunity that I have to work for you. Think of it that way. Um, I tell the 10-minute traders all the time, right? I, I don't have to do this. I do this because I get such a thrill out of it. I get such an opportunity to network and help you guys. And my purpose on this earth, which I tell people all the time, is to spread the wealth ripple effect. Let me explain what that is real quick. Um, imagine that I teach you how to trade. Just like I learned from some of the best traders in the entire world. Right, I, I spent my time and my money and my energy to learn how to trade from these people. And now 
I can relay that back to you. And then you can relay that into your trades. And think of it this way. Let's say that I teach you how to trade. You go on to make another $100,000 that you never would have made otherwise over the course of your lifetime. I'm not promising that. I can't promise that legally. But let's say in theory, you made a ton of money and you were able to send your child to school, to uh, medical school. And once they get to medical school, they decide to major in um, cardiac cardio surgery. I am not a medical person. I don't know. Heart surgery. Let's call it that. And then maybe one day I have a heart attack and I'm lying nearly dead on the hospital bed. They wheel me into the operating room and your child who you were able to send to school because you learned how to trade from Chris who learned how to trade from the market wizards directly. That's the wealth ripple effect. And by doing this, your child just saved my life. That, it gives me goosebumps right now thinking about how much of a difference I can make in the world by following my passion, which is this, and spreading it to as many people as possible. So absolutely, as we go through, please be sure to ask questions. And also, today I'm gonna to be giving you $5,488 worth of trading education for free. More on that later on, but be sure you have your pen and paper ready. And promise me, you will not use these powers for evil because when you see how to trade in 10 minutes a day, when you become a hashtag 10 minute stock trader, like everybody here, I usually have my 10 minute stock trader shirt on, um, but uh, I just got, uh, I got a bunch of new suits. <laughs> and this one actually is green. I don't know if you can tell. It looks kind of like blackish on camera, but it's uh, it's like this really dark teal green. And oh my gosh, this is this is my favorite color in general is green. And when I saw this suit, I was like, I must wear this suit. So I was excited to wear it today. So yeah, when you become a hashtag 10 minute stock trader, it's going to change your life. Now disclaimer again, I'm going to show you the process, but it does not guarantee you're going to be profitable, right? I can't make the trades for you. I can only show you the way. I can only show you the rules. Now, speaking of rules, I learned a ton from this guy here, Richard Dennis. Um, he he is the, in my opinion, he is one of the most influential people ever uh, to be a trader. By 29 years old, he had made nearly $300 million trading. But he also says, I always say you could publish the rules on how to trade in a newspaper and nobody would follow them. The key is consistency and discipline. And that's where a lot of people just are unable to be successful. They don't have the consistency and the discipline to follow the rules. That's what you're going to need. And that, that's why we have that webinar challenge shirt this week. Follow, killing it with consistency and discipline. The world-class traders that I learned from all have one thing in common. They all have rules and they follow them with consistency and discipline. So if you can do that, you're better than 90% of traders out there, hands down, period. Now, I'm going to give you the rules today. Well, some of them, I'm not gonna give you all of them because there's a lot of rules to cover, but I am gonna cover some very specific rules today. And listen, rules are boring, but when you apply them correctly with consistency and discipline, rules make money. This is fact, this is math. This is why I'm not scared to share this because it's math. But I need you to promise me one thing. 
that you're going to have that consistency and discipline to follow the rules. Because when you do follow these rules, you're going to be trading like the greats, the, the legends in trading that I learned directly from. Like my friend, 1997 and 2021 U.S. investing champion, Mark Minervini. We're going to be talking a lot more about Mark today in the third section. Uh, Larry Height. Larry Height is the billion-dollar hedge fund manager that I, I got to learn from. And he was the very first billion-dollar hedge fund manager. And um, it, it really gives me such an honor to, to have had the opportunity to learn from Larry um, like he is, he is incredibly influential and, uh, we're going to be sharing some of the core concepts that he taught me today. Uh, market wizard, Tom Basso, Mr. Serenity, best selling millionaire trading author, Steve Burns, market wizard, the original market wizard, Jack Schwager and Richard Dennis, who we talked about earlier. I didn't learn directly from him, but I did learn a lot through books written about what he does. Now, I took their best lessons and I created a strategy to manage a portfolio of any size in only 10 minutes a day. And Tom Basso, when uh, he and I talked, he told me that he needed to learn from me because the way he manages his portfolio is about 20 minutes a day. This is not hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. If billion dollar hedge fund managers are able to do it in 20 minutes a day, there's no reason you couldn't do it in 20 minutes or less a day. For real. Now, my goal with this web class is to show you, number one, the only way for you to become a successful trader is through 10-minute trading. And I mean that because we're going to teach the rules on how to be successful. And the only way to do 10-minute trading is with the strategies that we use inside the 10-minute trading room. And I'm going to teach you some of those today. Now, who am I? My name is Christopher Yule. Um, I'm founder and head trader at 10MinuteStockTrader.com. I was twice awarded Top 100 People in Finance. Uh, I was nominated for top 100 global leaders in finance. My, my podcast has been the top 10 of iTunes investing podcasts. I've been on TV hundreds of times. Um, uh, my company is one of the 20 most innovative companies for 2020. And here's a few of the places you may have seen me on, like Benzinga, Yahoo Finance, um, all over the place, really. And the strategy that we use every single day had 172.41% return in 2021. But it didn't start this way. And this is the point that I want to really get across to you today. I did not start where I am right now. This was a journey, a big journey, a tough journey. I grew up on a farm in a double wide mobile home in rural Texas. We had cows, ducks, chickens, geese. I remember going out to the barn and grabbing eggs out from under the chickens. And that was breakfast. And it's not a joke. I went to a small school uh, in, in Arkansas, a small college in Arkansas, and I do not have an Ivy League degree. I did not work on Wall Street, and I do not have a hedge fund just yet. That is one of my life goals, though, is to have my own hedge fund. So you can do this. Once you learn the rules, you can do this. There's no excuse. But you cannot, under any circumstance, think that you know more than the market, period. So let me repeat that one more time. You cannot, under any circumstance, think that you know more than the market. Because when you have the rules, trading gets easy. One of our 10-minute traders is a, uh, a, a, a pilot. He flies jets all over the earth. And he sent me a picture of the cockpit one day. And there's buttons and switches and all this stuff all over the place. I'm looking around I'm like, how in the world would you ever know how to do this? And he's like, Chris, look at listen. I, I got training. <laughs> I got the book right here. 
And when you follow the rules, you can fly an airplane across the country. And it turns easy. And trading is easy in the exact same way when you follow the proven rules. So if you're ready to learn the rules, let me know by hitting yes in that chat box. And we're going to move into the first section. Oh, let me catch up with the chat right here real quick. Josh says, I am ready. Thank you for doing this. That's right. Sorry. TikTok live ended. Oh, man, it must have broke. Hang on. Um, let me try. I'll, I'm going to do a, a short break real quick and try and light that back up, April. Thanks for letting me know. Rudes says yes. Rudes is my editor and graphic designer, and she is amazing. Rudes, thanks so much. Ron says yes. Josh says yes. Josh likes the suit. Says it's dapper. Thanks, dude. Appreciate that. Rude says yes. All right, let's do this. But before we do that, let me uh, restart the TikTok live. I'm going to hit a, uh, a quick um, intermission real, real quick, and then uh, I'll be right back. A 10-minute stock trader takes calculated risks, understands that the treasure lies in knowing the data, doesn't guess at trading, follows their plan, doesn't blame others, takes responsibility, and knows why the market works. A 10-minute stock trader is smart. A 10-minute stock trader understands that they can make the world a better place. They spread joy to others. They follow their dreams. They build each other up. They use money as a tool, and they spend as little time trading and as much time living as possible. Welcome to the 10-Minute Trading Room, where we take the guesswork out of trading. All right, I apologize for the technical delay. April, um... Let me know if that goes down again. If it goes down again, we're not going to stop this uh, this live web class. Um, but if it does, no big deal. And please, April, be sure to relay those comments as they come through. This is the fun of doing it live, I'll tell you that. All right. So this is the first section. Now, I will say, normally I have tons of slides, like 200. There have been times where I've gone 300 slides because I like to do like story slides, right, where it's like one sentence really not sentence, maybe just a couple words. Uh, I am trying to do it a little different this time. There's uh, a lot less slides, and I'm gonna try and do more stories, more, uh, uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? Where you teach by story. Um, allegory, I believe that's the word. I don't think that's the right word, but either way, I'm gonna be trying to do more stories and less, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Less, less preaching, more stories. So yeah, let's do that. All right, quit trying to overcomplicate this, Chris. I know, I know, I know. All right, today's agenda. In the first section, the reason that 90% of traders fail and exactly how to sidestep this mistake. Now, let me share with you the first time I blew up my account. And I know some of you have heard this story before, but uh, I blew up my account twice. The first time was... Um, during the 2016 election between Trump and Hillary. Now, I 
thought I knew what I was doing. I've been trading for a while. And when I entered this trade, the objective here was to take advantage of a move either direction. Because the, the theory was that if Trump won, the market was going to crash. If Hillary won, the market would go gangbusters, go up just forever. And Hillary had been predicted to win up to the point that I put the trades on. Now, the election was Tuesday night, and I remember watching the election, and I remember watching the coverage on it, and um, the the coverage and, and everyone starting to be shocked that Trump was pulling ahead, Trump was in the lead. Um, but the way that I had set up my trade was that it would only make a little bit of money if the market went down, but it could make a ton of money if the market went up, which would make sense because Hillary was predicted to win, right? So I go to bed and the market actually was down, lock limit down. I'll never forget going to bed. I've never seen lock limit down uh, before going to bed. And I was like, wow, this is this is cool. I'm gonna make some money, no big deal. Not as much as I would have if Hillary had won, but is what it is. And I wake up the next day, uh, Trump is uh, announced as you know gonna be the winner. So this is Wednesday morning and uh, the market is up which was a surprise, but not up a ton. But if you remember, the, the market went up for basically four years straight at that point. The problem was that my trades that I put on, I was using options, a, a complicated spread called a, a, a call ratio back spread. We don't have to worry about what it means right now. But the I had like everything in my account in that trade. Like my whole account was in this trade because I was, how could I lose? If it goes down a little, or if it goes down, uh, I'll make a little money, a little bit of profit. If it goes up, I'll make tons of profit. But the problem was that if it only stays in a small range, if it only goes so far, I have the potential to lose my entire account. And Wednesday comes, the market's up. Thursday comes, the market's up. Friday comes the markets up. And I remember I uh, I went to the movies on Friday uh, during the middle of the day. I don't remember what the, the movie was. I feel like it was the It movie, the It clown movie. Um, but it was it could have been a different movie. But I went to the movies in the middle of the day alone. <laughs> and I remember looking at my phone and just like watching my account evaporate minute by minute by minute. And thinking like, how could this happen? I set up this trade perfectly. And it was set up perfectly. The problem is that the expiration didn't have enough time for the market to go up enough. If I had let it go another week or another two weeks, it would have done amazing. But I put my whole account in one trade that had to work in three days. And if I was wrong, which I was right, but I still lost money because it didn't go up enough. Now, what I learned from that is I did not understand a core concept of trading. I lost two-thirds of my account in the span of a couple days. Because I didn't understand how much risk I needed to put into a trade. Now, risk is different than position size. We're going to talk all about that. Risk is different than position size. 
But the majority of successful traders you'll find out there have 2% be their absolute maximum amount of risk. And most will list, will risk one and a half, one percent, or even half a percent of risk on any one trade to their account. But remember, position size and position risk are not the same thing. Two percent of risk on a hundred thousand dollar account is two thousand dollars. But as I'll show you in a little bit, that could be a forty thousand dollar position yet you're only risking 2% of your account. This was hard for me to, to grasp, but once I did, I was like, oh, wow, that makes total sense. Now, position sizing is so critical, and it is a absolute core component of our trading strategy. It is exactly the very last thing we do before we put on a trade is make sure we have the right position size. Because you need to optimize, as we talked about here, you need to optimize your position size as well as your exit point. Those are the two variables you can control, your position size and your exit point. Because once you get into a trade, it's out of your hands. It's either working or it's not. And then you as the trader are obligated to reduce risk as fast as possible. Now risk size versus position size. We're going to break this down real quick. I've got a, I've got a spreadsheet. We're going to, we're going to get real mathy real quick. So this is where you're going to definitely need your pen and paper. Uh, Cause we're going to get, we're going to get pretty deep here in the weeds, but this is going to be really useful. I'm going to show you how to have nearly the exact same amount of risk in something exciting like Tesla and something boring like Coke and something that should be decently stable like the S&P 500. We're talking a very high beta stock, a low beta stock and the market. Now for our examples here, we're going to be looking at the risk on each one of these to the 10 day exponential moving average. So what does that mean exactly? I'll show you what I mean by that. So the 10 day exponential is one of my very favorite moving averages to use as an exit point. And like I said earlier, you have to define your exit point before you get into a trade. Define the exit point first, then work on your position size to that point. So we're going to be looking at how to find the risk on each one to the 10 day exponential. Like I say, that's my favorite exit point there. So in Tesla, remove all annotations. Now I did this last night uh, so that the dollar values are going to be a little different, but decently the same. From yesterday's close to the 10 day was 54.62. So that means if you bought one share of Tesla and the 10 day exponential was your exit point, you would have $54.62 of risk. All right, $54.62 per share in risk. Now let's look at Coke. If you bought Coke here at the close, the risk to the 10 day would be from the close to the blue line here would be $1.36. 
$1.36 of risk to your exit point to Coke. Now let's say for example you bought the SPY, the S&P 500. From the close to the 10 day exit point would be about $11.02. So you can see between these three that there is a huge difference in the amount of risk you're taking to get to your exit point. Huge difference. But how much of each one do you buy? Let's say you want to trade all of these. Let's say you want to trade all of these and you normally just buy 100 shares. That's your normal position size, right? Do you actually get 100 shares of each? Well, if you do, you have completely different amounts of risk. Yeah, it's the same 100 shares, but to each of these exit points, it's 100 times $54. 100 times $1, 100 times $11. These are absolutely drastically different exit points. So why would you have 100 shares of each? Because that's completely different amounts of risk. So let's start by finding an appropriate position size, okay? Let me zoom in on this. So for this example, we're using a $100,000 account with a max risk in any trade of 2%. Notes. Take notes. Okay? So let's say we do each one of these at that price. So 842.64.409. And let's say we buy 100 shares of each. And if we bought 100 shares of Tesla, that's 84% of our account in one trade. If we bought 100 shares of Coke, that's 6% of our account in one trade. If we bought 100 shares of SPY, that's 41% of our account in one trade. That's some decent amount of concentration right there. Now we can't get all three of these on clearly because the total of that's $131,605. And the risk amongst these is nowhere even close to each other. Right, here's the amount of the stock, here's the amount of shares, and here's the amount of risk to our exit point. So if we have 100 shares of Tesla at 842 and $54 to our exit point, that's $46,000 of risk. If we have 100 shares and, uh, did I do that math right? Yeah, 842 times 54. No, I did that backwards, sorry. My, my formula is off. It's 100 shares times the risk. There, that's better. Doing this live. <laughs> so our risk size, $5,000 here. Our risk size, $100 here. Our risk size in SPY, $1,100. That's a decent amount of swing. And yet our risk to our account is not all that much. 5,000 is basically 5% of our $100,000 account in risk. Not in position size. Are you seeing the difference here between our trade size of 84,000 and our risk size of 5,000? Huge, enormous, drastic, giant differences here between the two. When I say that a lot of successful traders trade 2% of less in risk, this is the number. 
It's not the trade size. This is the risk size, which is the number of shares to the point you would exit. Now let's take that a step further. This is one of the things that Larry Height taught me. Let's say you want to have 2% of risk, right? That's our 2% account that we talked about earlier. Well, if you want 2% of risk, you could, you could buy a lot more shares of SPY. You could buy a ton more shares of Coke, but you actually would have to go down in shares of Tesla. So I want to introduce the concept of the ATR value. In fact, this is actually more in the second section. Let me, let me stop there because I need you guys to understand what an ATR value is and we're gonna cover that more in the second section here. So what I wanted to showcase here in the first section is the difference in risk versus the difference in position size. That's the key takeaway from here. What is your actual amount of risk? What is your actual amount of risk? When you put on a trade in Tesla, your actual amount of risk may be $84,000 of the, uh, the trade size, but your risk size may only be 5,000. What is your actual amount of risk? That's what we need to know. Does that make sense? We're focusing on risk size versus focusing on position size. Now, I'll be honest with you, I went a little bit ahead of myself, so that's why I started backing off. <laughs> Are you getting this? Does this make sense? The difference between risk size and position size. Let me know in the chat box that you're understanding the difference between risk size and position size. This was a hard concept for me to grasp um, because when I heard someone say you need 2% or less of risk, my thought was I can only trade 2% of my account in anything? No. Risk size is different than position size. So let me know if you have questions as we go through here, right? Risk size and position size are two separate things. Now, here is the uh, the second section here. I think I, oh, I didn't update the title of this one. That's my bad. The second section is, must have forgot to update these titles. That's, that's on my, that's on me. The second section is Jeepers. How to optimize the only variables you control once you place the trade. Okay. How to optimize the only variables you control once you place the trade. Yeah, that's on me. Sorry about that. All right. How to optimize the only variables you can control. Now, this really cool story from uh, the first billion dollar hedge fund manager who I worked with, Larry Height. He told me about the time where they had random entries they did a back test where their stock that they were testing here. Now, granted, this was a long time ago when computers took up like the entire size of my house where we can do all the back testing we need in just a click of a button. Had random entry points. And the only thing that they accounted for was position sizing and exits. And the random entries had, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was a higher return the most money managers, and it definitely beat the market. And it had nothing to do with having the perfect entry signal. Total random entry signal. All that mattered was your position size and your exits. Basically, if you put on a trade anytime, 
let it work for as long as it can. But as soon as it stops working, you gotta get out. And then market wizard Tom Basso, he was telling me how um, he learned position sizing from Larry Hyatt, kind of like I did. But uh, it was really funny. He was telling me how when he learned from Larry Hyatt, he kind of like observed Larry. He would read articles and books and stuff about Larry. He didn't work directly with Larry. But he realized what Larry was talking about had everything to do with position sizing based on volatility. Position sizing based on volatility. Because when you position size based on volatility, you're taking into account, hey, if things are more volatile, I need to trade smaller. Hey, if things are quiet and things are going well and, and the market's just cranking along, no big deal, you can actually trade bigger. So higher volatility, lower position size. Lower volatility, higher position size. And then uh, Steve Burns, who I worked with, the best-selling best millionaire trading author, he drilled in my head about having defined entry and exit points that are back-tested and mathematically proven. Because we're talking about position size, but we're also talking about exit points. That is the way you get to the size of your actual position, is knowing where you're going to get in, where you're going to get out, and how much you're going to risk in each trade. Now, Larry Height, like I mentioned a minute ago, worked with uh, with me directly, but he also indirectly taught tons of other people how to position size based on ATR, average true range. That's why I stopped what I was doing a few minutes ago because I was like, wait a minute, we have a whole section on ATR. We got to discuss that first. ATR is the average true range of a stock. Write this down. ATR is the average true range of a stock. Now, the average true range is, uh, and this is from uh, Investopedia, right? Uh, I'll read the definition for you. It's a true range indicator is taken at... There we go, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's like the definition. The, the definition is a market volatility indicator used in technical analysis, a market volatility indicator. Now, the way that it's calculated is the greatest of the following, blah, blah, blah. The ATR is a moving average of the average true ranges. So a true range is the uh, current high to the current low. And what we're trying to find is how far of a difference, change my screen here. What we're trying to find is what is the average daily range of the price of the stock, right? Now it's going to change a lot. It's going to change a lot. Like right now you see down here at the bottom, at the bottom, you see that the average true range has come down significantly from where it was just a couple months ago. And that's because the movements were so much wilder, so much more volatile a couple months ago than they are now. Smoother movements make lower ATR. So the ATR on the SPY right now is seven, $7.5. That's the average true range. Whereas a couple months ago, it was $10.3. So now what I'm saying is that since the ATR has come down, since the volatility has come down, you can actually have a bigger position size and still have a consistent amount of risk. ATR allows you to use a consistent amount of risk. So we found our exit points here, right? $54 versus a dollar versus $11. That's our exit point. 
that's the point where we see it on the chart, we're out. That's how far from our entry to the backtested trend line, and we're out. But what is your actual risk? What is your actual risk in the trade? So I'm gonna bring this back up. What is your actual risk in the trade, right? $5,000 versus a trade size of $84,000. Well, let's take that a step further. This is the price at the time of yesterday's close with a 2% of risk. So basically the most we wanna risk in any of these trades is 2000, period. Then we get the ATR value, the average true daily range value of each of these, okay? So let's take a look, I'll show you exactly. So let's go to Tesla first. The ATR value yesterday, which you can see down here is was at 39.09. So the average true range was $39. The SPY yesterday was 785. Now I'm looking down here. Don't worry about if this is uh, higher or lower. It's not. It's not an oscillator. This is an absolute value. You're only trying to find what the value was at this point. And then Coke's ATR was 1.16. So we have all these written down to find our actual risk, right there. Now the way that we position size is we take this ATR value and we multiply it by two. So 39 times two turns into 78. 117 times two and then 785 times two. So please write this down, this is critical. Now once we do this, we can see how many shares, so we take our risk value and we divide by two times the volatility, the ATR. And that gives us the number of shares. We're backing into the number of shares. We're backing into the number of shares based on how much volatility there is of the stock. So that would make our trade size, which is the price times the shares of Tesla, 21,000, 54,000 in Coke, and $409, or uh, uh, 52,000 on SPY, which is at $409. That would be an appropriate trade size to have a maximum 2,000 risk in each of these trades. That's the appropriate share size. Now let's say that we have the $54, the $1, and the $11 to our exit point. Remember, we just talked about that there. We just talked about how to get to our uh, exit point numbers to the 10-day exponential. So how much risk do we have in any of, the, any of these trades? Well, it's actually about the same. I mean, within a couple hundred bucks of each other. And that makes it have consistent position sizing. Consistent position sizing amongst these uh, three different, very different trades.
you're taking the price, you're finding how much risk you want, then you're taking the ATR, which you can find on any chart. You're multiplying the ATR times two, and that tells you the amount of shares you want. The risk divided by the ATR value. And that's gonna come up with some crazy numbers. Remember we started this exercise at 100 shares each. Now we're looking at 26 in Tesla, 855 of Coke, and 127 of SPY to get about $2,000 as our max risk. Our trade size, right? Instead of $6,000 in Coke, we can trade $54,000 worth of Coke to have a max of 2% of risk. Now granted, you can't put all these three on because that'd be $128,448. But the point is having consistent risk. So here's the formula that you're gonna need. It's your account balance, so now please write this down. Your account balance multiplied by your risk percent. So, you know, we talked a minute ago about 100,000, you could do it with 10,000, you could do it with any number. Your account balance multiplied by the risk percent that you want. And then you divide that by two times the ATR value two times the ATR value. And that'll give you an appropriate number of shares. Account balance multiplied by your risk percent. And then you divide that output divided by two times your ATR value to get the number of shares. Now, when you do this, like I say, you're gonna have pretty consistent uh, position size. Uh, I'm sorry, you're gonna have very consistent risk size because you know where your risk is, where you're going to get out. And now you know how many shares you can trade to get to the 2% of risk. Now, this is even less. This is even less than our $2,000, which tells me you could actually pull that back. You could even say, okay, instead of the 10-day, maybe I'll use the 20-day. Something like that. You can pull this back if you wanted to, to get to that 2% of risk. Or you could even trade up on shares. All right? Let's say you did uh, 30 shares of Tesla, or 35. That gets you close to 2,000. But I talked a minute ago about how when there's greater volatility, you need a smaller position size. When there's less volatility, you can run with a greater position size. So what I did is I took the original ATR value, multiply that by three, right? So instead of 39, it's 117. A dollar turns into 350 and then seven turns into 2377, okay? That's the only variable I changed. Price is the same, risk is the same. What changed here between these two examples is the volatility of the stock increased tremendously. Now by doing so, that means we trade less shares. Now we're down to nine shares in Tesla, 285 in Coke, and 42 on the SPY. And when we do that, our actual calculated risk comes in even lower.
but it's a consistent position size. We're not looking at seven to 18 to 17,000 here. We're looking at 400, 300, 400. Consistent risk size. And by doing that, it allows you to really not stress. It brings down your stress level tremendously. Because, you know, we started out 100 shares, but we had no idea how much risk we were taking for each one. And then we realized, okay, we're taking uh, $5,000 in risk on Tesla instead of $84,000 in risk. Uh, quick side note story. There was a time uh, where I was riding down the road with my dad in the car, and I was telling him how I bought, you know, whatever. And... Um, He's like, oh, cool. So um, either it goes up and you make millions of dollars on it or it goes to nothing and, and you lose all your money. I was like, that's not how it works, bro. That's not how it works, dad. When you buy a stock at $100, it's not buy it at 100, goes to 1,000, or buy it at 100, goes to zero. It's not binary like that. You could buy it at 100 and watch it go up to 1,000 over the course of time. Or you could buy it at 100 and it goes down to 99 and you know your risk tolerance and you're like, that's all. I'm only going to give this a dollar anyway. That's the difference in real traders and people who just observe, right? They understand the risk. And we understand, using the math here, why ATR is so important. This is your average true range. This is the volatility of the stock. When volatility is elevated, your position size must come down to contain your risk. But when volatility is lower, you can trade a bigger size. So does that make sense? Now, whenever you calculate this, that makes one unit. Now, I tell people all the time, the way that we trade uh, and the way that I learned to trade from, from the people we talked about earlier was pyramiding into trades, and we just calculated one unit size. So as you uh, get further on with the trade, it's working well. Let's say we bought that, that stock at 100. It eventually makes it to 1,000. We don't know that, but we do observe that it's going up. As it goes up, you can add those units as it goes along in that same size as you put on initially. Here's what you need to know. Risk gets smaller as volatility increases. You want your risk smaller because if volatility is increasing, that means the movements are uh, getting a lot more wild and it could work against you a lot faster. So your position size, again, is the account balance multiplied by your risk percent and don't have it ever over 2%. And then you divide that by two times the ATR value. That gets you a number of shares. But let's say you want to trade options. No problem. Take that number of shares that you just calculated from here. Take the number of shares you just calculated here. And then divide that by the delta of the option contracts you're looking at. That's it. And that gives you the number of option contracts. So if you're looking at an 80 delta, you're dividing your, your number of shares divided by 80 delta. If you're looking at a 10 delta, you're looking at your number of shares divided by 10 delta, and that gives you an appropriate amount of option contracts. Doesn't mean you're gonna win, but you're position sized incorrectly. You can change your risk percent, or you can change your exit point. You can change your risk percent that you wanna uh, use for these, 
or you can change your exit point instead of a 10 day to make it the 20 day, right? We talked about that. That will change the amount of risk you take in any single trade. So let's say instead of it being $54, let's say it's $75, right? Now we have the same number of shares, but we're gonna let it run a little bit further if we wanna let that run against us. Instead of $56, we could let it run against us, or 54, we could let it run against us to uh, $75. And that gets us still under 2% of risk. Those are the variables you can control here. So here's the key takeaway. Size your trades based on the current volatility. You must size your trades on current volatility. That's how you can have a boring stock like Coke, an exciting stock like Tesla, and then the market, which in theory should be a lot more stable and have an appropriate risk size for all three at any time. So does that make sense? Let me know if you're getting this and let me know also if you have questions as well. Let me know if you have questions. We're gonna be moving into the third section here real quick. Let me know if you have questions. I'll give you just a second here. And we're gonna be moving into the third section, which is called, and I apologize for not getting my section headers right. The third section is called, it's just math. The real facts to why you absolutely, under no circumstance whatsoever, cannot skip the step before making a trade. It's just math. Now let me show you some math on that real quick. These are all the slides we already went through, making it easy. All right, it's just math. So this is Ryan Pierpont. I had the opportunity to uh, learn a little bit from Ryan, interview him. And the biggest takeaway that I had from uh, learning from Ryan was that win rates, while of course they're important, you have to win to make money. But what matters is how small your losers are and how big your winners are. Because in two years, two, Ryan had a 1,551% return. That's taking a $100,000 account and turning it into over one and a half million in two years. That's outstanding. But he did it with a 30% win rate. Most people can't do that. Most people cannot mentally handle a 30% win rate. Because it sucks to get seven wrong in a row. But then you get one that pays for all those seven and some. But you can't tell me after you've got one, two, three, four, five, six in a row, seven in a row wrong that you're not thinking to yourself, dang, what am I doing? I need, to, I need a whole new trading strategy. And that one comes through, pays for everything and more. That's how trading really does work. You go up to bat, you strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out. Hit a single, strike out, strike out, strike out. Hit a double, strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out. Hit a home run, you're well ahead. Now, this is from uh, Mark Minervini. And uh, when I saw this, I was like, ooh, this is really good. I want to dive deeper into this. So, a little baby says, let's do some math. 
But here, let, let's look at the, the, the point he's saying here. You enter the market first with a 25% exposure. Five 5% positions using 8% stops on each one. And he gets stopped out on every trade. You lose 2% of your whole account. You do that two more times. So you lose five, you lose five, you lose five. You lose 15 in a row. And your account's only down 5%. I know that that does not mathematically sound possible, 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 possible. That does not mathematically sound possible, but let's do the math. This is why position sizing is the step you cannot skip, period. All right. Imagine with me, we have our $100,000 account again, okay? We find five trades that we like, and we're gonna put $5,000 on each trade. We're gonna let that work against us up to 8%. So that means at the end of these trades, we're down. We're down $2,000 on these trades. Yeah, it sucks, but they just didn't work out. There's no point in holding a trade that's not working. Hey, Maria, glad you made it. There's no point in holding these trades that aren't working. So we end up taking a loss on all five. Now, let's say we put on five more. Well, now we're starting at 98,000. We started at 100. We lost 2,000 on these five, which sucks, but it is what it is. Now we're at 98,000. And we put on five more. Each one of these is 5% of the 98,000. We lose. Our full stop on each one of these, 8%. So we lost another 1960. So we lost 2000. Now we lost another 1960. That sucks, but not that big a deal because we found some more trades, but now we're starting at 96.4. So at this point, we've lost 10 trades in a row, but we still have $96,400 left or $96,040 left. So we put on five more trades, each with a 5% position size. We get stopped on all of them, and we lose another 1920. So we started at 100, we lost five, we lost 2000. Started again at 98, lost five more, lost another 1960. Started at uh, 96,440, we lost another five, gets us down to 1920. But you know what? We just lost 15 trades in a row. And our overall account value is only down 5%. We just lost 15 trades in a row. And our account balance is only down 5.88%. We're down 5% with a 0% win rate. Does that not blow your mind? That's the power of using position sizing and pyramiding into trades. When they work, you add more. When they don't, you lose on your smallest position. And you're only out 5.88% on 15 trades with a 0% win rate. It's crazy. It's also true. Losing one unit over and over and over again 
and I showed you how to calculate position size for one unit, losing one unit over and over and over again does almost nothing to your account. 15 trades in a row, and you still have 95% of your account left? Well, all right. So I want you to ask yourself this question. Are you position sizing correctly? Position size is the size of risk you're taking and where you get out combined. Are you position sizing correctly? Position sizing is critical for your success. And that's not an exaggeration. So here's the key takeaway. You're gonna lose. Sorry to tell you, you're gonna lose. Best traders in the world have a 50% win rate or less. But how much you lose? Now that's 100% up to you. And you determine that by your position sizing and you determine that by your exit points. Does that make sense? Let me know if you have questions. I wanna know if you're getting this or if you have any questions because I really want you to understand that position sizing, which is what this whole web class was covered on today, is absolutely paramount and critical to your success. And I assume you've got at least a page worth of notes because this will, this concept will make the difference in you being successful and you being not successful as a trader. And it's not hyperbole. This was the biggest secret taught to me by a billion dollar hedge fund manager. So do you think you can do this? Of course you can, of course you can. If I can do this, when I grew up on a farm, went to college in Arkansas, you can do this too. It's all about the mindset of, I understand how this works, I understand the rules, and I understand I can implement these strategies. These are the biggest, this is the biggest secret I learned from a billion dollar hedge fund manager. You know why that 90% of traders fail? Because they don't position size correctly. You know what to optimize, that's your exit point and your position size and the math, why you absolutely cannot skip this before making any trade. Because like I said, once you know the rules, trading is easy, just like flying a jet. Trading is easy once you know how to play by the rules. So now this is your one and only chance to apply. And you can actually work with me one-on-one -on -one in our Trade Domination One-on-One -on -one Consulting Program. It's a 12-week consulting program where I'm gonna work with you one-on-one -on -one in 12 60-minute consultations. And also, you're going to get the opportunity to have a pre- and post-program podcast interview on our top 10 investing podcast because I want you to share where you started and I want you to share where you ended and share the journey between the two points so that other people can know exactly how successful you became and also they want to work with us in part of the trade domination consulting program. You're also going to get priority Google chat access to me. Only my employees and consulting clients have access to chat with me. And you, by being a consulting client, can chat with me anytime you feel like it. We'll also have a personal kickoff strategy session. So beyond the 12 consulting weeks that we'll be working together, you'll have a bonus strategy session and the podcast interviews. So really, we're gonna be working together at least 15 times. And to top it all off, you're gonna get 12 months of the 10-minute trading room access included for free for the next year. And finally, this is the thing I'm most proud of. 
I've actually been reached out to by a hedge fund who wants to start implementing our strategy as part of his hedge fund. And I have built our entire strategy to work in a, a trading model. And honestly, it takes so much of the guesswork out of trading. It is almost mind numbing how easy it can become when you use these trading models. And these have never been offered anywhere before ever, period. And as a private consulting client, I'm going to give you these models included. So you're going to get 12 weeks of consulting. You're going to get priority Google chat access. You're going to get the personal kickoff strategy session. You're going to get 12 months of the 10 minute trading room. You're going to get our 10 minute stock trader trading models, and you're going to get the pre and post program podcast interviews. All of that is included when you sign up for the trade domination consulting program. So click the link below to learn more about the trade domination consulting program and go ahead and fill out the application. That way you know exactly what we're going to do. And so you can get started right away. So click that link below, fill out the application and let's get started today.